love you. Gentlefolk, ladies and men, we're glad to have you here again. So please, won't you come on in and sit with us in our wheelchairs? I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. Hello, uh, everyone. Um, the Green <laughs> Traveler has aged another year. And uh, in Gorshian, when they contemplate their own mortality, they they show their age. Uh, yeah. And how, how old are you today, Green Traveler? Nine. 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 Oh, fuck. <laughs> Nine thousand. Oh, wow. Hey, that's not 9,000. How dare you? You reps count it. 900? Just 900. Wow. And then we molt. And then and we then shed you, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're brand new, shiny new. I'm the faceless Leon. I have no uh, predecessors, so we don't know what's going to happen to me. This is a show about... Movies and TV called Greeting Faces on the Couch. Welcome to the couch. I I imagine one of two scenarios. I imagine you're either just going to get bigger and bigger like the blob until you uh, just absorb the whole world, or you just melt. You know, I don't like the way that you talk about my cousins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you related to the blob? <laughs> yeah, I believe we sure. already uh, discussed this. I have to be uh, honest. I don't remember what I named him, but we're going to say Tim. Um, <laughs> And you insulted Tim. Shit. But we're here to talk about some super scary other franchises other than The Blob. I think that movie did have a sequel, didn't it? I believe it did, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, I mean, that's what I'm saying. We should do a family reunion for the Faceless yeah. Leon. We <laughs> should just talk about Cousin Tim. Family um. reunion threesome. <clears throat> well, that sounds wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is all the rage on the porn sites these days. There's a lot of yeah. incest out there now. Yeah. It's really fucking weird. Yeah. But uh, here we are. Uh, no incest in these movies, I don't believe. Uh, no. We're going we're gonna to start, as we always have, with Friday the 13th. A new beginning. <laughs> One fucking year after the last chapter, we have a new beginning. Yeah. They did not wait. No. Nope. No fucking waiting. And I believe it's I believe it's because a new producer came in. Like as I said in the last one, the producer like was like, I'm fucking done with this shit. I'm you know, he left and then somebody else came in, bought it, and was like, Woohoo! And I'm gonna make a shitty movie. And here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like a weird sidestep and a half step backwards. I feel like yeah. because it's definitely better than the first three. <laughs> I think I think it's better than the first three just because I don't like them. Really? Uh, ju- just because I feel like it has, like, it actually has a plot. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like at least the second and third movie felt like, I don't know. I don't remember if I like those movies. I recall not liking right. them. I don't think I've liked a single Friday the Thirteenth. Really, not yet. Well, I no, mean, the been fourth like one though was <clears throat> fun. I <clears throat> really did enjoy was, yeah. the, the things that happened in it. It just <laughs> was a bad movie at the same time. I, I enjoyed Corey Feldman to an extent, and there's some fun scenes, definitely. But like, I don't know. The first one is still the only one, even though I still hate the first one. It's the only one that you know holds any kind of respect for me, and it's only because it is a it's a classic slasher film. <laughs> like, yeah, I really it, just it's just I just remember it being very sloppily done. Besides the makeup, yeah, and we're yeah, shitting on somebody's true. favorite movie. I know that, but um, yeah, but I'm this okay one's with shit pretty on them. bad, especially if you compare it to the previous movie. Like, so I only. I hardly even think of Corey Feldman for that fourth movie because right. of fucking uh, Crispin Glover. I mean, <laughs> right, right. He's the he is the he shadow. Steals the or, show. Or the, yeah, yeah. He, he's casting the shadow. That's what I want to say over that whole movie. <laughs> hey, Tad. <laughs> uh, well, like it, this this movie, a new beginning is it's like a direct sequel to 
Yes, except the last for like chapter. several years later. <laughs> yeah, and like, but it comes out one year afterwards. Yes. So poor Corey Feldman, he's not coming back because his his character's supposed to age. He did come back for a cameo yes. role. Yes, but he yeah, but it's, it's like a two. Yeah, it's like a, it's less than two minutes on screen or whatever, and right. you know, I, I didn't I didn't even notice it was him honestly. And but, it's like uh, new Tommy's dream. Uh, yeah, Tommy, that's right. New Tommy played by. John Shepard. John Shepard, thank you. Jesus. And I, I like also that you called him New Tommy. I have written down in my notes <laughs> John Shepard as New Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's also supposed to be a teenager, but yeah, he's an adult. Who knows kung fu? And he's gone cool. mad. He he is in a, he is in a like a halfway house of sorts, kind of. Yes. I don't really know what what he's in. Uh, uh, it, it, it's just it like is. a fucking country home. Like it's a camp. <laughs> it's a camp for people who are trying to, who have been institutionalized, that are trying to remember how to socialize again. Which I think is right. aw- awesome and and a very interesting yeah. place to put a horror movie for the commentary with the town. That part of the movie I thought was pretty good. Except for the characters, the hillbilly characters that they use to convey that are just way over the top. Yeah. Way over the top. Junior, played by Ron Sloan and whatever his mother's name was. Oh, is he the, he was the motorcycle guy. He was the motorcycle guy. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember any characters from this movie i remember well that's not true i remember like i can think of five (laughs) i'm struggling uh myself but i do remember that i liked what they're trying to say about the kids up there and about society and how they see mental illness i feel like there's a lot to say there but i don't think from what i remember which is very little of this movie because boy did i not have a fun time with it Right, but like from from what I remember, I feel like there's a lot to say, and they said nothing. They said very little. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was potential there, and it, they didn't quite right. make it. Yeah, Tommy, after murdering Jason in the last movie, spoilers for number four if you haven't watched it, uh, he just like goes to fucking town hacking away at that guy, and because of that, because of how it racks his brain and how he had to, you know, how he had to survive, he is. One of these uh, these patients at this this I don't know if halfway house is the right word for it, but it's this institution camp. I don't know camp. It, it's not it, like they. I think they're trying to get them away from the feeling that they're in an institution because they're really allowed to do just about what they want, <laughs> right? Including go off into the woods and just have sex. <laughs> yes, and that's how they get in trouble with the hillbillies that I mentioned, <laughs> right? And, and like uh, there's a lot to it you know there's a lot of characters there's a lot of patience here but it but it all starts off you know and tommy's there they're all recovering you know and tommy's having dreams he's seeing jason everywhere yeah i mean he even he i think his what is his opening dream he like sees jason rise from the grave or something like that right right, right. yeah that's i think it's supposed to be like a recurring kind of dream having having watched the whole movie i will say up front that is the only thing I remember prior to watching it this time around. I don't know if I ever actually have watched the full thing of this before. This might have been the first time I watched all of number five. It's definitely uh, the first time I watched it. Yeah, like I f- the the credits rolled, and the only thing that I had remembered throughout the whole movie was that opening scene, and I huh. was like, "Wow, what happened here?" Like I was like, "I don't, I don't know why I never watched it before." Maybe. Maybe it was like whenever it came on TV, that was like, all right, this is my break time. I'm going to go get some lunch or something. <laughs> I wonder if maybe that was in the trailer, that scene. Mm. And, oh, wait, were we even alive? We weren't alive, were we? Nope. No, this is 85. I don't know. But I don't know when, why you would remember that. But but when they when they, uh, when they air it around halloween time they marathon it typically right and so you know when the when the movie prior ends and the credits are rolling they'll typically come over with a narrator's voice and be like stay so stick around for the right. next episode <clears throat> you know the next movie of the friday the 13th and then they'll play a trailer so it, it very much could have been 
part of the trailer because you know maybe I just yeah maybe I just watched the trailer during the post credit scene and said fuck it I don't need to watch this movie but it, it it all kicks off the whole movie starts off we're at this this little camp where everybody's rehabilitating with you know into society and I don't remember his name he is a, a chocolate eaten guy he's a slob yes it might be Neil. Let me look at this Maybe. guy's picture. He kind of looks like that one kid from, or the one guy from uh, uh, Power Rangers. You know what I'm talking about? The punk guy with the the skinny sidekick. Yeah. You know, I can't remember their names ever. Yeah. Uh, Bulk. His name is Is that Bulk. the right? Okay. I was going to say, is that the right franchise? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he? Did, am, am I, am I uh, wrong? Is it that kind I, of the look he has? Um, In the way that he was heavy set. <laughs> <laughs> We were those it kids. Don't really, it don't really know. It don't really matter what his name is. He, he he's wandering around at this institution. He's 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 irritating people, getting on their nerves just because of his personality. You know, he is, he is a very questioning person, and he he wants to help. He want he he's a little childlike. Um, you know, he wants he always wants to help them. So he sees the ladies are outside, they're hanging up some laundry, and he comes over and he's like, hey, can I help? And they're like, no, just get away from us, please. And he, he immediately reaches in and grabs a, a you know a towel or a blanket or something with his chocolate-covered hands, and they're like, God damn this guy. <laughs> so they shoo him away. They shoo him away. They're like, why don't you go bug somebody else? And he, he wanders off to a guy chopping wood, and he starts bugging this guy. His name might and have it, been Rick. I don't know. The, the wood chopper? Maybe. Roy. We'll call him Roy. No, no it's not Roy. Woodchopper. The Woodchopper. And Woodchopper, <laughs> he he gets so irritated by this kid. This is how, like, the movie opens up. This is, like, the first, like, 20 minutes or whatever. I mean, it's it's not how the movie precisely opens up, but it's in the, you know, it's in the first act. And Woodchopper just gets so irritated that he says, all right, fuck chopping wood. I'm chopping this kid. And he chops this kid to bits. You know, everybody at the, the camp or the this place is, like, you know, scared. They're freaking out because, of course, it's it's a really disturbing event. They're all trying to heal mentally, and this kind of stuff happens. You know, they they see this kind of thing. It's going to be a setback for them. Paramedics show up. One paramedic in particular, we we single him out and watch how like frightened he is by seeing yes. this. I and, I think that they did an okay job. They had like a guy that seemed like he was very desensitized by the job. And one right. guy who is like, oh, man, like, you know, maybe he hasn't come across too many people who have been right straight up murdered yet. Right. Maybe so not. They, uh, he, he, they do a good job in that scene. I, I agree with you. In that scene, they do. They follow it up like maybe 10 minutes later after, you know, after the murders start happening. Right. They follow it up with another scene where that same paramedic who was shocked by the first scene. He shows up at the the murder site of the next scene, and he's like chewing gum. He's like he's smiling. He's making jokes. He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And it's just right. like, "Oh, something's odd there." Right. And I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm gonna say it up front. I do not recommend this movie. I agree. I, I, I did not have much fun with it. And so, like, I will get a little spoiler here, but I'll I'll, I'll let you know before I get there, everybody. But throughout this whole film, you don't really see the killer. He's kind of always no. off camera. He he's masked towards the end, but you never see him until he starts wearing the J- the Jason mask. And the only time you see Jason is is when Tommy's having these like dreams, these little visions or whatever. And so for a solid hour, I'm sitting here watching. Again, I didn't remember this movie, so I'm watching. And I'm like, Jason's not even in this one, is he? This isn't actually a Jason yeah. killing. This is some other fuck. Even though the sheriff is like, it's Jason Voorhees. Yeah, that's the that's the only that's the only like reason you would believe it is is right. because this guy's like saying that exactly. It's just it, it it just felt really weird and like I was not at all digging it. The, the kills were kind of okay. Like they were the the the, the yeah. two people having sex in the forest. I like that one. That was a fun. I kill. honestly can't remember it. I watched it. Earlier uh, he week. yeah. They had like I can't remember exactly what happens either. I just remember they have sex and the murderer is watching from like the bushes or whatever. Right. And then the guy wanders off to I don't know clean up or take a piss or something. And he the the murderer sneaks in, kills the woman, and then goes like the guy comes back and is just like oh. 
fuck and then he comes up and kills the guy and it's like it's really cool how he did it it kind of reminded me a bit of like the Zo- not the zodiac movie did it much better right but it reminded me of that scene in the zodiac where you have that murderer you know pinpoint these lovers out in the middle of nowhere where they're just gonna you know there's not much they can do right. it's like flight or flight and I, I like that aspect like some of the kills were okay i guess but i just there's so much of this movie I don't remember it. Yeah, it's not memorable. Yeah, and I, and I feel like the murderer is so obvious because of the the two scenes. So spoilers: the the murderer. Uh, skip ten seconds if you don't want any spoilers. The murderer is that paramedic, and I feel like those two scenes prior that we Give mentioned kind of spoil that. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. I don't know this this whole film. Just like I, I was watching it and just getting just angry. And the whole thing with Tommy too. Like I I don't know I don't. I, I don't get the it, – it's more spoilers, so I, I – but I, I just don't like the ending because it's like they're just – they're just repeating the it too. Oh, okay. Then skip ahead yeah. 10 seconds for spoilers. Um, <laughs> he puts on a Fre- Freddy's original mask, which has the axe mark and kills the oh, nurse. That's right. Or somebody. That's right. Yeah, it's it's – ugh. It, it, I didn't understand why it had the Friday the Thirteenth moniker in the first place. I you know, know. There's, it, there's so little. It, it, besides the fact that it is relying on Tommy's story from that previous movie, right? That's that's the only connecting factor, and the sheriff like going berserk. So yeah, closing statements. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't even have much to say. No. Like, uh, it, eventually, I, I give it one and a half stars. Yeah, it's it's just good. it's utter trash and. Yeah, eventually the killer, the impersonator, does put on a the Jason mask, and it's hilarious to me because when he put the Jason mask on, I was like, "Oh, maybe it is Jason, I guess." And they've just been doing a very terrible job at all of this so so far, right? Because he, you could see Jason's head always. You know, it's just it's a bald dude wearing the hockey mask, mm-hmm. and when it's Jason, it's played by Tom Morgan when he's masked. And it's hilarious to me when you when the the when you find out who the impersonator is, you find out that not only is he wearing a hockey mask, but he's also wearing a yes. ball cap. Yeah. <laughs> like he was committed. Yeah, he's like, I gotta look like him. Which is funny, like because Tommy has this character trait that he's a, a mask maker, and yet Tommy didn't make the mask. So that would have been great. The, yeah, that would have been that great. That would have been. Really interesting how they would work that in there, but they did not go that route. I mean, even if they had just jumped off at the ending of the last one, right. uh, skip forward a few years, you know, that's totally fine. Like, I'm I'm still okay with it being set in the future from the last one. But, like, make Tommy fucking Jason. Right. Yeah. Like, that's what you're setting up. Yeah. That, that's just what do you're it. setting up. Yeah. Do it for this movie. Nope. They were like, nah, we're going to make some other fuck. So I, I, give it, I give it half a face. Yeah, I know I said that I like it more than those other ones, and I probably gave them a full face. But I don't know. I feel like the franchise had done better with the movie before, even though I feel like the first three movies, the plots in them just do not matter. And I feel like this one tried right. to matter. So for some reason, that makes me like it more, but it still was not a good movie. So half a face. I understand your logic. No, I don't. That's all right. I'm with you. I get where you're okay. at. Okay. Well, that's good. But uh, I think we have. I think we have time to talk Halloween Five before we get get refreshments. All right. Sure. Do you think so? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Maybe. Well, actually, how about this? How about before we talk Halloween Five, if you want to help us out, if you like what you're listening to and you enjoy uh, enjoy this show and you want to help us out, we're both going through some stressful times. We could certainly use your help. Yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna play the dog and pony show like that, <laughs> but no. If you if you like the show, you could definitely help us out by going to uh, Patreon.com/slash/GreenandFaceless. We have uh, many different tiers there. You know, for uh, what is it, two bucks a month? Yes, you can uh, get a vote, do a help out with our Patreon pick. You know, the first the Thursday of every month, pick. we do a little episode. The potato pick. That's right. Yeah, we uh, we put that up at the first Thursday of every month, and you can have a vote on that just for two dollars. You know, I think that's pretty fine. Yeah, I think that's pretty fine. You get indeed. four episodes. Excuse me, two episodes a week. Four episodes a week would yeah. be impossible. Maybe in the future. No. Maybe if we get enough of you. 
<laughs> That's too many. Imagine uh, it. No, imagine it. We can do it. If, if we get enough Patreons that we're able to do this full time, we can uh, do four episodes a week. We, we can we do can, like, you know. Maybe. One of them could just be a D&D game. Oh, we could just be doing D and D over See, the if radio. It was different shows, maybe, but I feel like yeah, I feel like not mo- not, not all dedicated to movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be impossible. Yeah, no, that'd be too much. Well, you know, yeah, well, I can if, have if a, you love us, I, show us. We have to yeah, know. I can have a whole. Let us know. I can have a whole episode every, once a week, and I can have a whole episode dedicated to Doctor Who, where I just watch one serial from classic <laughs> Doctor Who and just talk that. <laughs> Imagine that, patrons. Isn't that worth the price? Yeah. Imagine it, guys. Have this alien talk about the alien show. So, <laughs> Halloween <laughs> 5. <laughs> the Revenge of Michael Myers. Dun. Dun, dun, dun. He's getting revenge, bitch. <laughs> no, that's Freddy. Oh, yeah, they said, oops. <laughs> <laughs> you know what really pissed me off about this one? What? We're going to bring back our characters from the last movie. Right. Like other other films, because uh, we're, five, we're five films deep now for all, the, all three of these franchises, and they're all starting to do a lot of similar things. Oh, yes. And like, and, and one thing this film did that Nightmare on Elm Street did that really pissed me off is we're going to bring back the characters from the last film and then kill them within 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the people who survived. Um, yeah, Halloween 5 does the exact same thing and it irritated the fuck out of me because I love that character so fucking you much. You liked Rachel a lot? Uh, I, it's more like I liked, I liked her relationship with Jamie. I did like her relationship with Jamie, but I do like Jamie's relationship with, is it Tina? Tina! 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 Yeah. It constantly screaming Tina in this film. Uh, yes. Though repetitive, I will have to say that I really thought that Danielle Harris did a great job. Or Danielle. Oh, yeah. She does a beautiful job, actually. I, I really did like her because um, at, at the beginning, and for most of the film, her character is uh, struggling with speaking right she can't you know she's because she she's can't really speak screams she screamed her voice away i feel like from exactly and, and i love that i thought that was a really cool idea and i think danielle harris did a really good job with that because it, you, you definitely feel like she can't scream at right. times because there's so many moments where she'll just wake up and she's just like screaming noiselessly at the camera and you, you kind of feel it for sure. And I agree with you. I like her relationship with Tina. I just don't like Tina. You don't like Tina? <laughs> no. I like Tina alright until she's being like just an obstinate teenager and being like, no, I'm gonna yes. go party. Fuck. Fuck my Yeah, I know that he's killing people and I know that you have this weird psychological connection with them, but no, I want to go get fucked today. <laughs> yeah. That's her whole character at the end. Well, it's sorority girl. Yeah, I, her other friend was the one who was getting fucked with um, uh, the redhead yeah, yeah. guy. I don't remember these characters' names. I'm, I'm here to review the movie, and sometimes that includes the acting of people, and sometimes I remember their names, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> Let's just call them Devil Lady, because she's wearing a devil costume. Okay, and, sure, and he's and, wearing a Michael Myers costume, because he's a sick, preferred oh. fuck. <laughs> so we'll call him We'll call him Ginger Michael Myers. Ginger Michael Myers, okay. He may or may not have been, and you can cut this out if I'm wrong, or leave it in. Who cares? He may or may not have been Archie from uh, Storybrooke, Maine, uh, in Once Upon a Time. Oh. I don't know. He really reminded oh. me of that guy a lot. I thought you were going to say Archie Cunningham from Happy Days. <laughs> I was like, it was uh, not him. Yeah, dude, you're, you're way off. <laughs> the Grasshopper and uh, Jimmy Cricket. Oh, okay. I, think. I like that. I think. I think I could be wrong. If I I'll do a... I'll do the research and then I'll leave it in regardless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I okay. So here's the thing with Halloween Five. I honestly don't remember the plot of okay, this one that well. I'm gonna try. Okay, I'll good. try. <laughs> you, you know, even though I I'm gonna say this up front with this review of this movie, I don't think I liked any of these movies. Yeah. Um, 
but it's, this it's one, one of those. and this one might be the one that I liked the most, and I remember it the least. <laughs> <laughs> I I really do, but I'm gonna try. So, like you said earlier, Jamie's in the hospital because of her night terrors and her attacking her stepmom, which I could have sworn she attacked Rachel at the end of that movie, but it, it must have been her mom. No, yeah, it was her mom. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because Rachel was downstairs yeah, Rachel and she came running up and saw her. As Ellie Cornell. Anyhow, Michael spent the year recuperating in this guy's Just chilling. Uh, uh, shack down the river. And uh, yeah, because this guy saved his life. And I don't know if yeah. they show what happens to that guy. And also... They did. They did. Okay. I, yeah, he got murdered. Okay. I can't remember. <laughs> and and it, it, he gets murdered and it doesn't even feel like a year has passed. It's like he finds right. Michael. For whatever reason, he's just like, oh, this poor guy. I'm going to hang him up in my bed. Or I'm going to put him up in my bed. And I'm going to hang his mask up next to his bed because it's a good fucking mask. I mean, William Shatner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hell yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Who bleached the fuck out of it, though? Can I? Ah. Yeah, that's... But then they, then, they, then they do that, like, cut a year ahead kind of thing. But it doesn't feel like a year ahead has changed. You know, it's just kind of like a weird jump cut right. back to the guy at the cabin. Yeah. It's the exact same lighting. He's wearing the exact same clothes. And, and Michael just sneaks up behind him and just, like, grabs his neck, I think, and just, like, pulls his eyes out or oh, something. Oh, right, remember. right, right. I remember. Yeah. I remember. There's a lot of eye gouging in, in, in latter Halloween. So he recuperates and he goes back after Jamie because of her relation to Lori. Because, 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 because of the horrible things he does. <laughs> <laughs> and because of horrible script decisions yes. that got edited out. Yes. So, anyhow. I'll talk about that later. He's going on back to Hadfield. But they're more ready this time. They're more ready this time and they're more willing to listen to Loomis. They're just incompetent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Especially those yes. two cops. Those two young... Oh my god, the two young cops are so bad. He's like, is he is he doing this because we're lousy cops? And he's like, don't don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the, the the ginger Michael Myers, like we were talking yeah. about. They're just like, if you if we were competent cops, you'd be shot, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. So stupid and funny, but at the same time, mostly stupid. Mostly stupid and. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, he does his thing. He kills people. Uh, Jamie has psych the psychic ability to know where the fuck he is. <laughs> yeah, and Loomis yeah. knows. Loomis knows <laughs> that she has this strange ability. And he begs her. He crosses the line, mister. Oh. So hard. Yeah. I was going to say, you, you say begs. I say abuses. Yes. He yeah, does. he like verbally abuses this poor young girl yeah eventually she does talk uh which i don't think is supposed to be uh you know character developing moment no, for loomis no <laughs> <laughs> anyhow he does decide later on to use her as bait after this cute pageant that goes wrong and they go back to the myers house because as we know now he always goes home. Yeah. Uh, he has to go he home. He has to go home. <laughs> I need to stare out the window <laughs> that I stared out as a six-year-old. So, yeah. He uses it as bait. And then he comes. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure Loomis dies. Pretty sure. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't remember. Him. Like, I know he gets, like, gutted. Yeah, he gets gutted pretty <laughs> I would... I would think it's like he's I would dead. assume he is dead, but uh, and then if I you recall, these films Michael are. seems like he was probably good and dead uh, at the end of this movie too, but I can't recall. Yeah, I feel like they're just gonna do a, a Halloween four thing where it's right. just like, oh, they just got they got badly singed. Yeah, real, <laughs> real now bad. Walks hunched over. Yeah, he's got a scar now. <laughs> real, real bad. So, yeah, that's I don't know actually really what to say about this movie. Yeah, uh, it. It, I don't know. It wasn't a lit down. It's on par with the last movie, right? Yeah, it's 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 not a shitty Halloween film, but it, it's close to being a shitty Halloween film. It is. It's like it's like it's a rung above shit. You know, it's it's uh, I, I don't know really what a, a dung heap. 
maybe. <laughs> Which is shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it sounds nicer. It sounds nicer. <laughs> uh, and you can imagine the community of Beatles that built it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of work that went into it. You know, it's like, it, it's like if you looked at one thing, you're just like, that's a pile of shit. And you looked at another thing, you're like, look at that dung heap. It sounds a little better, right? It doesn't it sound like one rung above. <laughs> I give it a face. This is my closing statement on Halloween <laughs> Revenge of Michael Myers. Uh, it is, you know, I feel like every movie since the, the second movie has been the Revenge of Michael Myers to be perfect. Uh, yeah, Besides, right. Except for the season of the yeah, witch. Yeah. Season of the witch. Yeah, for whatever reason, they're like really fucking hammering home that he has to murder his family. And that, that brings me uh, – I'll, I'll lead out into my closing statement with this. There was a lot of this film that was edited out. So, really? the, the director uh, – who is the – what's the director's name? Dominique Authorin Gerard is the director. And they're, they're, the, the original script of this – and I don't know who edited it out. I don't know if Dominique uh, – Dominic, uh, maybe. I don't know if, if they edited it out on the cutting room floor or producers came in and chopped it up. But – the the original script had a secret society that was controlling Michael to murder his family to get at oh. to get at the Myers family. Okay, and there are still yeah there are still elements of that left in this film. Do you remember the man in black that just constantly appearing everywhere? Yeah, what yeah, happened? Like with he kind of looks like yeah he he looks like v from uh v for vendetta yes. a little bit and you know and he's the, just like the he's tattoo, wearing a hat. like that they never explained exactly yeah it, it what happened with that is not a goddamn thing because it should have been cut out because they they literally cut everything with this secret society group that's controlling michael they cut it all out except for the man in black and it makes no sense why he's left in it, it really just confuses yeah. people when they watch this film I because totally it's like about that yeah, and he like breaks Michael or something out of prison or something at the end. I can't remember what happens, but like, it, it it's it's stupid. It's really fucking weird. And I don't get why he's in it, but that's where Jamie's connection, her psychological connection with Michael comes into play, oh. is because they're yeah they're using him, and for whatever reason, those wavelengths are like the shine. Exactly. She's got the same familial blood as Myers, you know. It's just the dumbest fucking thing that they edited this huge story element out, but forgot some bits of it, uh, and it still survives. I doubt you know? that it was a better like, movie with it, though. I doubt. I doubt it, yeah. And like This whole film, honestly, probably shouldn't have happened. I think we're getting close to a reboot, so that'll be next year's fun, because this is this is it for this year, everybody. This is yeah. the final playlist of anymore. Halloween. Until next year. No, we'll come. Yeah, we'll come back to it next year, and I'm really excited because uh, you know part sixes. We'll find out about those. Those are going to be a lot of fun. Okay. We're going to get to some reboots next year, but they they should have rebooted it here. This this was a this was an unnecessary film, and I gave yeah. it two stars. It's, yeah. So what would you call number four? Uh, a reboot? I wouldn't call it really a reboot. It's just a sequel that it's a retconning sequel. I would okay. say. Okay, sure. Except know. for you know. Halloween kills. Oh yeah, we'll get we'll get there, man. That's f- <laughs> fuck. just fuck, man. <laughs> but uh, what's you want to get some yeah. uh, some soda pops get now? Soda pop. <clears throat> I'm scratching my beard too much. It makes it makes the the scritchy scratchy. In the microphone. And it it feels so good, though. It does feel good. It feels good, but I'm sure it doesn't sound very pleasant. <clears throat> it wipes the brain, though. I feel, I've noticed that it's like if I really just need to, like, zone out, uh-huh. I just start scratching the beard. And I kind of just lose focus. And I gaze off into the world, and I just keep scratching. Uh-huh. I imagine it's what a dog feels like when you're, like, scratching behind their ear. They're just like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is nice. You know, I <laughs> feel like I think like a dog all the time. I feel like I think like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Though I would prefer to think like a sloth. Like a sloth? Yeah. A You'll sloth a sloth really is the animal closest to my heart. Yeah. I know. You're I just scared. love those big yeah. dumb things. Yeah. They're so beautiful. <laughs> just hanging. Just taking their time. But yeah. Taking their time. This is life. I ain't gotta do shit. I'm just sleeping, eating, shitting.
That's it. Why do I need to do anything else? Imagine. I, I want to know. This is going to sound so bad. Everybody's going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? I want to know how slow their sex is. <laughs> like, like, do they speed it up? <laughs> just One just hangs there and the other one's just hanging underneath it. Just like, all right. Oh, God. I don't know, man. I'm sure that zoologists know. And I'm sure that you can find that out. I'm almost certainly not going to be looking up videos of that as soon as we finish this. Videos? Let's talk about A Nightmare on Elm Street 5. (laughs) (laughs) Dream child. Dream child. Hey, baby. Yeah, same year as Halloween 5. This one's written by Stephen Hopkins, who has uh, since mentioned that producers ruined this project. And they turned an okay film... I don't know if I have the direct quote written down precisely, but they turned an okay product into something I can't ever watch again. So not even the director can watch this film, apparently. Wow. I don't think it I don't think it was, I don't as, think it was that as bad, bad as he thinks. It wasn't that yeah. bad, Stephen Hawkins. It's not it's not good. We'll say that. It's not good. No. For it's a, not for bad. a Nightmare on Elm Street film, it's not good. That's but true. It's got some good scenes. So there's some improvements, I think, from the last movie, but also some things that are like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good summary of it right there. (laughs) There's some improvements, but whoa. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is twisted. Yeah. Yeah. but it's got some really cool scenes. I, I did, really it like. It does have some really cool scenes. I will say that. Yeah. And you know, now that I'm thinking it, about it, and I I know this is like the last bit that we do, or I'm just forgoing that. And now that I'm thinking about it, there were some things that I really really enjoyed about this movie, and are going to remember. So maybe this one I did like better than Halloween Five. Maybe as we talk about it, you'll you'll sink more into agreeing with me because that's my opinion is I like this more on Halloween 5. Because, you know, sadly, not to, not to spoil everything up front, but, like, Nightmare's back on top, and it's not that good of a film. Yeah. They didn't really have to try no. hard, but for me, they were back on top of these three because... Like I, I, okay, so here's the thing with with the uh, with Halloween or with Nightmare on Elm Street, they're always still imaginative. Yeah, the last one kind of felt like it wasn't that imaginative. Uh-huh. This one has some really cool kills. It does. So there's there's a freaking there's a guy who freaking fuses with a motorcycle. Yeah, and that was awesome. That was pretty I cool. Loved that I liked the comic book scenes, even the super trippy animation yeah. bits. That was yeah, those are pretty, pretty fun cool. too. So this really builds on the the Dream Master lore that was kind of built up in the first right. one. And maybe we're missing some of that shit from the edits because there is some things that Freddy does that aren't necessarily explained. Uh, they are, but I think like they could have given us. So, okay, there's a Freddy baby. And then there's also another baby named Jacob. And... Right. And the baby part where Freddy is a baby, I think maybe there was <laughs> yes. more. Exp- maybe there would have been a more deeper dive on. So okay, the first movie, not the first movie, the first Alice movie, right? The Dream Master mo- movie, and also Dream Warriors. Yeah, number I guess, four. Too. They they're t- they got all these dream powers, and the dream powers are the best part of the show now, for me. Right. <laughs> And right. they go into that a little bit more with the Dream Master. They did it poorly with big exposition dumps, but maybe there were some scenes that had more exposition dumps that would make what Freddy was doing make more sense because there seemed to be some kind of structure to the dream lore in the the two movies leading up to this. And now it it seems a little bit more free-flowy, which is fine because it's dreams. So I don't know what I'm really complaining about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I feel, feel, for me, the, uh, the, uh, how they structure the dreams, because as you've hinted at, the, the, the crux of this film is that Alice is pregnant. Yes. You know, and, and Freddy has been reawakened, reborn. And, and his rebirth scene is 
pretty freaking cool too. I really loved his rebirth scene in the beginning. That was tight. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And, and for whatever reason, though, he is coming back through her baby. He's haunting her through that child's memories. It's like three months in her womb or something. You know, it's 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 not born yet. It doesn't right. have much of a I brain. I think it's been a but few weeks. Yeah. It's it's to the point where the baby is dreaming. Right. And since the baby is almost always dreaming at this state, Freddy is just able to haunt Alice while she's awake. Right. So there's so many moments in this where she's like, she is wide awake. She is going from point A to point B. And in the middle somewhere, she slips into the dream world because her baby's dreaming. Yeah. And and I thought that was kind of fun because it was kind of, it, was, it, it, it wasn't good. It's right. not really well explained, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed those scenes where it's like, a you know, there's, there's just like a slight twist and you're just like, oh, she's in the dream world now. Also, I Lisa Wilcox looked a lot different in this movie than the last movie. Well, oh, and for, yeah, it was still her. It was still, I think it was the same. I think you're, I think you're right. I, I do have her name written down. I just, for whatever reason, I just wasn't. Yeah, she was in the her, fourth one. But yeah. I feel like for a minute, I really didn't know that that was her. But it is her. And it's only because her hair was, I think, more red. But uh, she still is a very talented actor, I think, in the movie. But I thought her acting was still better in the fourth. I thought yeah, I agree with Yvonne, that. Uh, played by Kelly Jo Minter, was really good. And I'm glad that uh, she had... A good amount of time in the movie that being one of her friends and she has another friend named greta and uh dan was her boyfriend uh and that was motorcycle man yes and then ooh, what was his uh, the other friend's name mark i think it was mark and he liked to draw and and greta greta's mom was kind of forcing her to be a a model so they are uh, that all their so they did really cool things that with these characters in the dreamscape that modeled after what they liked to do or uh what they were afraid of so it was pretty cool yeah that was that was exactly it's pretty freaking neat and robert england's fun his his bitch deliveries are you know i'm just kind of bored with those now yeah <laughs> like yeah i don't remember i, I remember he has a I remember he has a bitch moment in this, but like I, I didn't laugh at it. I was just like, "All right, there it is." <laughs> yeah, it's getting to that point. Yeah. It's getting to that point of things. Yeah. And and though there are some neat elements, you know, the story is pretty freaking dried up. Like it's it's very cut and paste of what we've been doing before. There's not much, you know. It's just Freddy's haunting your dreams, right? But now he can do it through the baby. But That's kind of the cool. haunts are better than the last movie. I agree. Yeah, they have and, a much more dreamlike feel. Than, than just the oh I'm in the my classroom in my underpants field that yeah. the last one had right oh no there's a snake on me oh gosh <laughs> maybe their budget oh. was like severely gutted Slash. For that <laughs> their budget was slashed would you say yeah <laughs> by, by, by a pair of scissors hands uh, oh sure. man. You know, I do. I do actually want to complain a little bit because we mentioned last episode just briefly. Maybe it was just you that mentioned it, but uh, Alice was pretty badass. Yeah. In the last film, and the and the second half of the film where it focuses on her. Yes. And here, she she's still very much a competent character. Yes. But being you know being pregnant, her badassery is very limited. Yeah, they and they she definitely still, nerfed her. And, yeah. But I do. I do like the storyline of her baby is dreaming and that's how Freddy gets back. That's still very right. interesting. I think it could have been yeah. done a little bit better. I think I do like it better than the last movie, but I still thought it was kind of kind of dumb and silly. And honestly, I don't remember how it ends. I don't remember how it ends. Oh, I do. That Amanda is very important to this one. Amanda Kruger being his mother. Who was introduced? Oh right, yeah. In Dream yeah. Warriors and Amanda Kruger. It's a much younger woman playing Amanda Kruger. Oof. Beatrice Boeple. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know her from anything. And, yeah, I don't. Uh, she was in this movie, and 
some other movies that I don't recognize. <laughs> what were you going to say about her? <laughs> I, I, I just don't know her. Uh, but I thought she was... I thought she did an okay job for what it was. Like, Yeah. She was definitely this... It was kind of MacGuffin-y, also kind of deus ex machina-y, and also she's a nun. Right. Yeah, I like I like that they're like attempting to further the mythology, especially around her. You know, like building that backstory with her and Freddy a little better. Yeah. I, I believe that's where that's that's where he has the bitch line is to her, yeah, right? He calls I her believe a bitch, yeah. he calls his he calls his own mommy a bitch. But he is afraid of her. He's afraid of Yeah, he is. Uh because and she has more power at the there's a lot of really cool elements to this movie and i would like to see maybe that movie that uh mr hopkins shot yeah maybe it would be better maybe like i I do think he is being overly harsh on himself Uh, you know he doesn't want to ever watch it again it's not a great nightmare on elm street film but it's not a not that bad there's a lot of imagination still here and like sure like you can definitely see that the the producers came in and gutted it but it's still, you know, as you said, it's better than the last one. Yeah. It's a step up. It's a baby step, but it's a step up nonetheless. <laughs> baby step. <laughs> uh, baby Freddy. Baby Freddy is something else, man. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. It gives me weird, weird feels. Do you believe that both Harry Potter and Doctor Who stole their, you know, the, the shriv- shriveled up David Tennant and the baby Voldemort from... Baby Freddy. Oh my god. Do you think they, they took their design from that? Because you, it's very similar. You are I've cracked the egg. There is there are no new stories. There are none. There, they all steal. There are no new tropes. No. Well, I'm ready for uh yeah, closing for closing statements on yeah. this one. I, I give it two and a half stars. It's you know, it's it's my personal favorite of the, the fifth entries of these. It's my victor for the, the threesome. It's it's imaginative, you know. It's kind of getting some of that imagination back into Nightmare on Elm Street that seems like it's been leaving. I mean, I'll always love Robert England. He's great, even if the role is kind of feeling a little stale. And, and everything about these films are starting to feel stale. Like all three franchises, they're all starting to get to a point where it's like, yeah, okay, for sure. Maybe we should have called it quits a while. I'm back. glad that we're gonna have a but, break before we yeah. get back in it. Yeah, it's it's nice to to split it up. I mean, I'm still kind of watching them the the other films. So I can continue <laughs> to to marathon them in my own home, but that's just because it's Halloween and that's who I am. But like, I like that the, there's an MC Escher scene in this. You know, all the all the traits with all the characters becoming part of the dream world, like you know, individually. Like, I liked all that. It's 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 got imagination still in it, and you know. Fuck it. That's all that's needed, I guess, to win the entry. (laughs) Just fuck it. (laughs) It opened up with a sex scene. There we go. There you (laughs) go. Uh, Her and Dan. The conception of Jacob? Maybe. (gasps) Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, here we go. I give it a face. It's competent, I guess. And I liked it enough. I loved parts of it. Other parts of it really grossed me out, which it's a horror movie, so... Good job. Right. It's a movie. Yeah, the body. The body horror was pretty good. And I'd good also in this say one. that out of this threesome, it, it wins. I think that's. I thought I was going to give it to Halloween because this is the one I watched last, and it's just not super great. And I think I've said both that I liked it and I didn't like it in this episode. Um, <laughs> but either way, it's not super good, but right. I, I would recommend it over the other two. That's fair. That's fair. I feel like as we as we continued on with this playlist for the dumbest freaking reason. So it's like I've always liked, uh, not always. You know, last one I chose Halloween over the other three. Right. But for the other the other entries that we've done, Nightmare on Elm Street has always been the winner. Mm. And oddly enough, as I watched all of them, because of the trashy, campy funness of Friday the Thirteenth. That was always the one I was more excited to watch next. <laughs> it is the just one because I, I knew it was going to be first. garbage. It, it was always the one I watched right? first. It is, and I think it was just because I knew it was going to be garbage. I was going to be like, all right, I could just put this on and just like watch people get killed. It's fine. 
And then, like, Halloween would happen, and I'd be like, okay, Donald Pleasance at the very least, even though he's a bastard in this yes. film, it's like, yeah, you know, he'll he'll at least get me through the movie. I still like the and difference it, between his, his role in this one and the previous role. It's the same but different. Right. Yeah. But then, but then whenever I get to watch a nightmare, I'm a little like, I don't know if trepidatious is the right word, but like, or if it's even a word, but like, I'm a little cautious going into nightmare because I'm just like, even though I've liked them the most, it's the one that leaves me feeling like, it's actually scary. Like Like, there's, so, I mean, you know, the, the other two are just, are just slasher movies. This one. Yeah. It fucks with your mind because your your brain can actually do shit to you. (laughs) Yeah. You could have these horrible dreams and they can fuck up you physically too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always the one though. It's just like when I get to that film, when I, when I'm about to watch the nightmare ones, I pause and, and it's like, maybe I should take a little bit of a break. I don't really want to watch this one. Yeah. It's, it's, it, 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 I have to push myself to watch them. Right. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's just because they're all starting to feel stale and feel like the same thing, or if it's because of the body horror, because body horrors always, always get to me. Even though I like them, it always gets to me. Right. And, and there's some good, there's some good body horror in these films. So, uh, fuck it. I think that's the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, I mean, we're so going to talk about everything again, again. So, again. We'll just do it another time next year. Safe travels. Yep. And we'll meet you back here. Happy Halloween, which is this weekend. <gasps> yeah. Up. Yeah, it's happening, everybody. Yeah. How exciting. We'll, get you, we'll give you one so more uh, scary episode next week. Uh, no, actually, this Thursday. Well, this Thursday. I mean, we're, we're filming yeah. this Friday. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> safe travels and good night. Yeah, don't fuck you. Don't. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I love you. <laughs> so travels a good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash green and faceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.